Welcome to Rhema for Today. Jesus is God speaking unto us. Now again, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Skip on down in that first chapter of John's Gospel, the 14th verse, and it said, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's Jesus. So then, He is the living Word of God, isn't He? He's the living Word of God. He is the living Word of God. Now here is the foundation for faith, friends. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week we went into the archives and shows Kenneth E. Hagan's teaching series, The Integrity of God's Word. This will be a great month of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. I'll tell you, just almost feel like Moses did when he saw the burning bush. Take your shoes off. This is a holy place. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Well, God's here. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we're, uh, we're moving up to the place that we're about to get where God wants us, these services. It takes time to create that kind of an atmosphere, but uh, we're just about, about there. Praise God. I tell the students sometimes in teaching along certain lines, that one church I pastored, only one was I ever able to get to the place where I felt like God really wanted us to be. And uh, on Sunday morning, because in those days, on Sunday morning, just usually just your own people came out. Sunday night, the buildings were full of people, and it's a different type of service. But Sunday morning is very unusual for anybody to be there except just your own members. And I would just, I turned that into a believers meeting, because they were all believers. And many times I'd just say to him, I'm going to sit down on the platform up here and turn this over to the Holy Ghost. Let him lead the service today. And you know, just whatever you feel like you've got, get up and give it. I mean, if you've got a testimony, testify. If you've got a song saying, if you want to start a course, just start it. If you have a message in tongue, give it. If you have an interpretation, give it. If you've got a prophecy, give it. I mean, just... And we'd have some of the most unusual service all right in order. Praise God. I mean, just right in order. And uh, sometimes the presence of God would just fall upon us until we'd just sit there for an hour and a half and nobody say a word. Now, you know it had to be supernatural because we didn't have any nurseries, just a one-room church auditorium. No nurseries. The babies, the children are out front. Not a baby cried for an hour and a half. Not a child misbehaved. Nobody moved. Nobody moved. Now, you know though, something's got to be when, when little kids don't move, babies don't cry. I mean just a holy silence for as long as an hour and a half, from I'd say 45 minutes to an hour and a half, you see, on different times. Now, see, we didn't do that very often, but maybe once every three or four months they'd have that kind of service. And I remember I was sitting on the platform, and this was long, you see, an hour and a half. It's 12.30. Started about 11, a little after all time. This started probably about 15 to 1 by now. And one fellow is unsaved. He'd bring his wife to church, and he'd go off uptown. Well, he was sitting outside waiting for his wife, waiting for church to be over, and church wasn't over, and he couldn't hear anything. See, no singing, nothing, just, just silence. And he thought, well, all the cars out here on the parking lot, but 
there must not be anybody in there. I mean, you know, you don't hear the preacher preaching, you know, because it's, it's warm enough. He had his car windows down sitting out there. So he got out to see about it. Now, we'll forget that. I'm sitting on a platform where I can see everybody else, of course, back to him. So he came in the back doors of the auditorium or the front doors of the church or the back doors of the auditorium, you know. And, you know, and he sort of looked around, sort of strange, like, you know, nobody said anything. I'm sitting on the platform. Just everybody's quiet. So he sat out on the back pew. See, on Sunday morning, you'd fill the building up maybe two-thirds full. It's just most easiest to church people. So the back pew, nobody on them. He sat down back there. And we all sat there, you know, nobody said a word. Nobody said a word for another 10 minutes. And I was watching him. Suddenly he started shaking all over like he had a chill. Just shaking all over, trembling. I could see him sitting back there, just, just shaking. Nobody said a word to him. Nobody said anything. And he got up and shook all the way down the aisle. I mean, he's walking like a drunk man just shaking all over. And just fell across the altar, crying out to God for salvation. Nobody moved. We all just sat there. You know, God started and let him finish it. I mean, you know, he didn't need us to get him down there. <laughs> now, don't misunderstand me. God does use people sometimes, you know. And so nobody went out there and prayed with him. Just let him, let him alone. Directly he got it. <laughs> Glory to God. Then we shouted with him, you see. He got up and got to shout. We got to shout with him. And I saw that happen more than once, you see, when the power of God was in manifestation. The power of God was in manifestation. Hallelujah. When the power of God's in manifestation, it doesn't mean there's always a lot of noise. See, we were quiet. Yet the power of God's in manifestation. I'll tell you, it's a real seem like you just had a big knife, you just cut a chunk of it out and take it home with you. Amen. Well, I want us to get to that place around here. You know, we call this school of prayer and school of the Holy Ghost, but you could very well call it school of faith. Faith, prayer, and healing all go together. You could call it school of the Holy Ghost. School of prayer and school of healing is what we call it, but you could call it school of the Holy Ghost. Because, you see, the Holy Ghost, faith, prayer, healings all mixed up together. Amen. Isn't that right? Can you say amen? amen? Well, let's start over in John's Gospel, first chapter, first verse. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. That's the first four verses. Now let's turn to Hebrews chapter 1. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us. Now, how did he do it? How did he speak unto us? How? God, who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken unto us, how? By his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things. 
by whom also he made the worlds. That's what the first chapter of John said, didn't it? By whom also he made the world. I want to establish this fact that he has spoken unto us by his son. In other words, Jesus is God speaking unto us. Now again, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Skip on down in that first chapter of John's Gospel, the 14th verse, and it said, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's Jesus. So then, He is the living Word of God, isn't He? He's the living Word of God. He is the living Word of God. Now here is the foundation for faith, friends. The living word of God. Jesus is God speaking to us. And then God has given us this written word to unveil to us the living word. You're not going to be able to know the living word, the Lord Jesus Christ, without getting acquainted with him through the written word. I like something Smith Wigglesworth said. He said, I can't understand Jesus by feelings or necessarily by experiences. I understand Jesus by what the Word says about him. He's everything the Word says he is. Thank God he is. Thank God he is. And so you see the Word then, the written Word of God is God speaking to us. Holy men of old road as they were moved by the Spirit of God. And talking about the written word of God right here in this same book of Hebrews. You could turn right on over to the fourth chapter if you like. You're right there in the first chapter. The fourth chapter and the twelfth verse of the fourth chapter of Hebrews. For the word of God is quick and powerful. Now he's not talking about the living word here. He's talking about the written word right here. It is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the hearts. For the word of God is quick and powerful. That's a little bit blind to us. Most King James translations, there's a little letter or word or number there by the word quick. You look in the modern, it tells you that the Greek said alive. Alive. The word of God is alive. Hallelujah. Now, not only is Jesus the living word alive, but this written word's full of life. It's alive. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are life. Hallelujah, and they are. Well, the word of God is alive and powerful. Now, I like another translation said, of this verse, said, for the word of God is a living thing. No, that's not talking. Jesus is living, but you wouldn't call him a thing, would you? (laughs) No, he's a divine personality. No, he's talking about this holy written word, the word of God, the word written, the word spoken, if it's the word of God, is a living thing. You see, friends, what God says is. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month, we're offering Kenneth E. Hagan's Legacy Bible. 
Some of the features of this Bible include a collection of 26 lessons on faith, giant King James text, all bound in black genuine leather. Next is the three CD series, Jesus is Coming Again from Kenneth E. Hagan. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagan's slimline book, The Life of Obedience. All these items are at the special discounted price of $130. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Living Faith Conference coming up next week. next week, yeah, September the 10th through the 12th at the Remnant Church. There's Pastors Rusty and Anna Brady. That is in Longview, Longview Texas. Longview, Texas. Yes. That's just right down, headed on a, used to old Highway 80 going uh, down out of Dallas, come down through there and go to yes. Longview, Marshall, and then on over in our home state. And then down to, to go across the line. It's not very far from the Louisiana line down there. That's right. But hey, come on out and be with us. If you know people in the area, let them know about it. Uh, and so, hey, uh, we just we just love to meet with people yes, and talk to them. I don't run after I speak on the night services. I stay right there and talk to everybody. Yes. But talking about Living Faith conferences, uh, it's not too early to talk about October. That's right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, The Integrity of God's Word. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.